0: Cody, my dude, what's up, man? Here we are again, dude. Midnight Reel, episode nine. Dude, what's popping, man? I'm ready to do episode I, nine. Are you here. ready? I'm, I'm ready to do episode nine. How many times do you think we can say episode nine in this intro? Episode nine.
1: Episode,
0: episode nine. nine. Episode nine. nine. Episode nine. nine. Oh, wait. I think I hear someone at the door. Hold on. It's gotta be Josh. <laughs> it's better be. He's running late. <laughs> episode nine, dude. Hello? is tamra home is tamra home uh no uh cody there's Yo. someone at the door asking for tamra do you know a tamra tamra yeah Tamara. no i uh, here come here come check this out dude they're kind of like giving me a weird vibe they're just like standing in the shadows here not doing right. anything yeah, you're looking what? for Tamara, you said? Tamara? G- guys, Hello? it's me. It's Josh. Oh, Josh. oh, Josh. Dude, I couldn't, you know, you had this weird shade thing over here. Standing your face in the shadows and like, like that? couldn't Who? see you. Why are you We being gotta get weird? this light fixed. That, you know, that's on us. We
2: gotta uh, well, get the light fixed. Well,
1: oh. we should, but yeah, that's another, another. Dude, where day. were
2: you? You're running a little late. Uh, well, I mean, you know, all these like <clears throat> buildings look the same to me. And so it was just hard. And that's why I said Tamara, because I figured like if you said yes, it'd be like, well i don't know a tamra so good thing i'm i'm not there you know so thank goodness you said no Uh, otherwise i would have gone to probably the next building Uh,
0: you know that that yeah i mean i guess that makes sense in a weird kind of way we don't know a tamra and Mm -mm. she does not live here if there is one yeah Mm -mm. so logic is sound yeah i mean sound is a i hope tamra's all right keyboard Anyway, wait, what are we doing here again? Sorry, episode nine of the Midnight Reel, right? The Strangers. The Strangers. We're talking about it. Yes, that's Ah, right. Ah,
1: is Tamra home? What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Midnight Reel, episode nine, Because You Were Home. I'm here today, joined by my co-host, Brendan. Hello, everyone. And friend of the show, Josh Tauby, founder of Blue View Cinema and co-host of Horror Film Roulette. Welcome in, Josh. Thanks, guys. Glad to be here. Good to have you, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. We appreciate you being here. Very excited to uh, talk about The Strangers today with you both. Should be a good one. Um, So before we get into it, we have to warn everybody that we do talk all about The Strangers. We spoil everything everything in the movie, um, top to bottom. So if you have not seen it, please go out and check it out. Come back, listen to this after. And if you're into spoilers, then... And then you suck, and then
0: we don't want you listening to the podcast anyway. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's weird, but, you know,
1: spoilers teach their own, I guess. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And uh, also, language warning. Sometimes we get a uh, little overly friendly with our language. I like
0: to say bad words sometimes,
1: guys. And we don't know about Josh, but uh, you're welcome to say bad words if you want. Shit. (laughs) That's a good way to start. All right, let's get into it, guys. So uh The Strangers, man. Uh initial thoughts on on the Strangers? What's uh, your reaction well, to it? Your yeah, relationship I mean, so, with it?
0: So I uh, guess I'll start it here. I was is the first time I saw the film, um, The Strangers, it came out in two thousand and eight. So it's a it's a little older nowadays. Um, but it's the first time I have seen the film. I was uh I was really I I actually enjoyed it a lot. It was weird because like seeing it the first time is also like like, this is the first time I'm living on my own as well in an apartment. So, like, we watched it, and then I was, like, I stayed up a little late that night just because I was just, like, I was, like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, it, maybe it'll happen to me next, you know? Like well, hopefully not. Yeah, no, well, hopefully not. I don't want it to, but it was, like, like the, the movie, like, it, it captures to me that feeling of being alone so well that, like, I would, like, it's the only movie that's made me feel, like, weird so far about being alone Mm-hmm. in an apartment when normally i'm pretty comfortable but um i really enjoyed it there's a lot of really good like terrifying moments for me that i like that really stand out to me too that i mean it's a it's an enjoyable film i like it a lot it was a it was fun it's one i've heard a lot of about too so one i'd wanted to see for a long time i love it it was good
1: sweet glad you had a good experience with it yeah first i enjoyed time
0: it yeah definitely josh
2: uh so i actually saw the film in theaters uh in 2008 so i was uh 17 at the time so like right when you, know, you go see r-rated movies yeah. and stuff like that um i remember uh i actually saw it with my mom and uh my stepdad uh and it's funny because she's a she's a huge horror fan and i think that's definitely what led to me getting into it uh, as much as i did but Um, No, there was just really nothing quite like it. Like we had seen other, you know, slasher films out there like Halloween or, you know, Friday the 13th and things like that. But uh, it was nice to kind of see something here that wasn't like a trademarked name or something like Michael Myers or this. It's like three Hmm. nameless people you know uh committing these acts and and I think what always sold me was the the beginning part where they said you know this is based on real events and all that stuff which I think kind of you know, that's where it started getting kind of uh, abused a bit. After that, if you notice, like Paranormal Activity and all yeah. this kind of mm-hmm. stuff, they're all like based on <clears> this <throat> or that or whatever. They try to make it feel oh, yeah. like this is. Oh, this I've really been happened. fooled by plenty of movie. In my oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean we... Fargo's like the most <laughs> notorious dude that we, we, we did that one <laughs> like a little
0: while ago, and I was we watched it and I was like, "What? This was true?" And yeah. I researched, and they were like, "No, idiot, it's fake." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Just yeah, just yeah, like yeah uh, so, so very yeah. tiny moments yeah. are true right right
2: <laughs> but no I think what I really enjoyed the most about it is that you know it wasn't heavily reliant on dialogue and I think it, it's I know it's been a huge inspiration behind my own filmmaking techniques because I mm-hmm. I think when it comes to a horror film like so many people think they gotta like you know run all this exposition and you know have all these different characters and things like that and For me, I think the only types of movies or shows that multiple characters work are things like Game of Thrones or something like that, where it's bigger and you want to expand the world. Like, multiple characters belong in TV shows, in my opinion, where movies, unless you're going to franchise it out, you're best to just keep it to a few. I think Mm -hmm. it keeps things, you know, it keeps things interesting because, like, when we're watching it, you know, we're focusing on, like, Liv Tyler's, you know, role and, and just watching her as she's walking through the house and... You know, these characters are just hiding in the shadows and things like that. So like, you know, seeing all of that for the first time, seeing this fresh perspective on a horror film instead of the classic, like, all right, I'm just going to stab you with a machete and do all this stuff. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot more, uh, uh, not necessarily depth, but it's a lot more atmosphere. Yeah. Something yeah. like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. There's atmosphere more, there's more connection. There's, yeah. more connection.
1: there's more connection, uh, being an audience member um, and experiencing that because it really puts you in the shoes of those characters mm-hmm. um, and secludes you with those characters with uh, Kristen and James at the house in this like very this this house that literally very like you see it, house. Uh, yeah. it could be you know your family your grandmother's house your family vacation house whatever like it just looks like that uh, American like everyday house that you mm-hmm. would experience and feel comfortability in right so uh absolutely yes
2: yeah but no that's uh those were my takeaways at least from it and then rewatching it it just reminded me of how strong this this piece really was and to me it, it aged well uh i i, I didn't see anything mm-hmm. where i'm like uh this, you know this isn't good or anything i i'd say if this was made now though like the originality factor wouldn't feel that original but like yeah. seeing for what it was and my first take on it this was like it paved the way for for a new type of slasher. Yeah, I was just, it mm-hmm. paved
0: the. I feels like it paved the way for a lot of like home invasion films, yes. even yeah. like the first Purge movie and like that kind of stuff too, right? That's true. Like, yes, yeah. absolutely.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. My my relationship with it is actually kind of similar to yours in a way, Josh. I did see it in uh, theaters when it came out. Um, I was big into horror film when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, so seeing this and kind of seeing like knowing the idea of it like behind it like the the just the the sheer like terrorizing that the strangers are doing to the to the family um or at least to the two uh, at, at this secluded house. The idea behind it before I even saw it was very intriguing to me because it seemed like it was going to be a little bit different than things that you had seen prior, like you were mentioning Friday the 13th, Halloween. Yeah. These like in-your-face slashers right. um, that are great in their own ways, but this, this is a little bit different. Halloween is actually... S- a little bit similar, I feel like, in some of the uh, stalking standpoints mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. But Michael Myers, generally, once he gets to his victim, he doesn't toy with them. He kills them pretty pretty immediately. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this film, it's a little bit different. They they have a lot of fun scaring the, the couple and terrorizing them yep. um, just to instill that fear throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is different in that kind of way. But, uh, yeah, seeing it in theaters, I, I really enjoyed it the first time I saw it. Yep. I remember seeing it with my stepdad. hmm um, we both really liked Step the, yeah. <laughs> we both, we both really like the originality of it. Um, uh, we did, you know, when I did see, first see it, there were things in it that, you know, um, I wasn't a huge fan of, um, uh, just, just a few little things nitpicking at it. But I think that was just my brain back then, but seeing rewatching it today and uh, those things don't bother me as much about mm-hmm. the film. Um, there are small things, you know, that, that I would prefer, like maybe they had amped up a little bit or did differently. Um, but other than that, like overall, like the film is still very effective on w- what it's trying to do and, uh, kind of what it's trying to say. Uh, but really just what it's trying to do in, in the atmosphere and, uh, the building of tension between the characters and them being terrorized with, yeah. by the strangers the entire time and all that, so, uh, and then also, uh, it was inspiring to me in a way, like, in in the way that it was filmed in these uh, build-up sequences of uh, terrorizing, um, because I remember actually writing a short that I wrote, um, that I haven't made, but I wrote this short, and it was very, uh, some pieces of this were very inspirational, including the music, the the record player, Mm -hmm. so...
0: Yeah, I like, yeah, there's a lot of cool, like, I I like that, like, we talk about atmosphere a lot. I I like the atmosphere of the movie. I feel like it's a big part because of, like, I mean, I guess, like, not to get into it too much right now, but just that whole, like, feeling of, like, the house that they're in and, like, like, the fire and everything, like, the candles on the dinner table. Like, it's a very, like, homey like, comfy feeling, like, the nice, soothing record playing and everything like that, so it, like, it makes you feel safe, right, like, Mm -hmm. you are at home and everything, and I think, like, that's one thing that the movie really does well, is just, like, just creating that feeling of, of feeling unsafe in, like, the safest place you have, you know what I mean, so yeah um but yeah i mean i guess like like off of that we can just kind of like move out to like standout moments of the film because like there's a lot of like, i feel like there's, there's a few pretty pretty like really like um, impressive moments in the f- mm-hmm. film that mm-hmm. just kind of like like really catch you off guard or just like like are like feel like like something that would really really definitely happen because this movie whole movie feels like something that could and i mean really probably has happened um, right. somewhere or or we'll get into later too but yeah, like so for like for me, like some of my favorite fil- uh, parts of the movie are like um like probably at least I'm sure for you guys too, the first thing that comes out to me is when uh Liv is in the kitchen smoking a cigarette. Um after um I think James uh he had left for something. He, uh, left, he, he to left to get, get her more, more cigarettes. cigarettes. So right. she was smoking yeah. her last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um But while she's in the kitchen, the man in the mask is, like, just hanging out in the background. Just, like... And, like, for me, like, I don't know. Like, that was just... I I feel like seeing this movie later, like, I've seen so many movies now that have that sort of scene in it. Mm -hmm. But, like... This one, knowing, like, how old it was and, like, uh, knowing that it was kind of, like, the one that paved the way. Like, it was just, like, a really unsettling scene because, like, that mast is creepy as shit. And -hmm. then, and even just Liv Tyler is just so oblivious to it, too, that you, and you're just like, oh, she's so pretty, I don't want her to die. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's what I'm thinking. So, uh, but, like, that, to me, that's probably, like, the most standout moment of the film, or another one is when... um, uh, James's brother shows up because yeah, uh, James Mike. left in the voicemail, and Mike shows up. And, like, I mean, it's kind of Mike's fault that he this maybe happened to him because he literally said nothing when he walked into the house until uh, you know he turns the corner and <laughs> James blows his head off with his shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, that would for me, that's like my most like the best moment of the film just because it's like to me, that's the most real. And the most tragic moment that could like absolutely happen in that situation. Like, Mm -hmm. cause they're just terrified, ready to pull the trigger at whatever turns the corner. And they just, take him out but like for me like those are some of the moments that just like make the movie really stand out as like a a really like like maybe more like a terrorizing film and like a horror film but like but really like horrifying to think about yeah really horrifying to think and like no like i just like the like the real is realism behind it you know what i mean like like that this, it can happen, yeah. like, yeah, compared to like The Exorcist, like, this feels like something that could definitely more happen than, like, you know, a, a little girl's head spinning around 360 degrees or something, right? But <laughs> that, that's just me. What about you guys? What are some of your like st- standout moments from the film?
1: Yeah, go ahead, Josh.
2: Uh, so I mean. You took the fun one, the shotgun one, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but no, I think for me, what I really appreciated too is the fact that, you know, the identities were never revealed between these three. Like we got shadow over the face or, you know, they they did show their face at the end to the main characters. But, um, I I really liked that we kept that anonymous. I love that there was not really much explained, and you know the fact that they ended off by saying you know we did this because you were home you know that that always resonated well with me uh that or like resonated in you know, like a not like good job for doing that but <laughs> like, like wow, oh great motive oh, guys yeah, i'm getting <laughs> it right yeah solid it's yeah.
1: so like a 1 motive i don't
0: oh so i don't need a reason to do it you're <laughs> oh, right. right you're right
2: <laughs> but but no like they, like that because like that you know stayed with me because it's like yeah you know killers don't necessarily need a reason sometimes they're just they just are evil they just Mm -hmm. are this way and uh and yeah i think a lot of things in life are like that too i mean you know i'm i'm in the middle of that jeffrey dahmer netflix special or the 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 series series evan peters yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's that's crazy and you know, they keep asking him questions like, you know, why'd you do it? And why'd you do it? he's like, uh, I don't know. And, you know, and like, he's just, he's not really giving like a clear answer. And I mean, I know there's a little more motive than just that. But still, like, you know, we're talking like real life serial killers don't even have like a real thing. It's yeah, just like, right. it's how I'm wired. It's mm-hmm. a compulsion that I have. Yeah. I just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just, It's almost... Their thinking is almost the same thinking as, like, why we get pizza for dinner. Like, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. that same sort of comfortability for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, seeing that realized, I think, in a film, it kind of brings that back to us and go, like, yeah, there's just people like this. And when you see that, then you're like, okay, um, yeah this is terrifying and thanks now you brought this into my own reality yeah well (laughs) yeah and that's exactly how
0: i felt after we watched the movie right it's like because like i would like never have i ever been afraid of like being home alone and then i watched this movie and then i'm like you know i'm gonna lock the doors tonight i'm gonna (laughs) you know make sure everything's locked up tonight like yeah i'm gonna like, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. It's like it it like it's true that like monsters like that are out there mm-hmm. in that sense. And mm-hmm. it's it's I feel like, yeah, like that's they, why and, movies like this are kind of important to like show us that like it's it's real, guys,
2: mm-hmm. like real yeah. people are like this. Yeah, well, I mean, we you know, and that, that's the thing, right? I think that's why these monster movies and stuff like that aren't as successful as something like this, because, yeah. you know we're not as afraid of a monster as we are people at this point. I think Mm -hmm. the world is so scary in itself that like, we're only watching the monster movie because we want to see how cool the monster looks. Right. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah right. we want to yeah. see the monster yeah. like
1: tear people yeah. up yeah, like right, limb yeah. from limb. Right. And right, stuff, right. Right. But yeah. we can
2: sleep easy after that. This, yeah. Knowing like, that it's just a fun. Right. Knowing movie that like, like, like that, the monster is probably
0: not, like just something on a puppet stick and mostly CGI. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. Because we don't see it in our everyday. So it doesn't feel real or relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. no
0: that's yeah that's a really great point yeah yeah what are cody Very good what about point. you man um
1: well uh some standout moments for me in the in the movie are um well the the opening sequence when kristen is is by the at the house by herself um when James does leave it's not just that you know that one scene is incredible when she's standing in the kitchen and he's mm-hmm. lingering behind her for that you know thirty to thirty seconds to one minute however long that was but um not only that but just that entire sequence of her being in the house alone um when she's there uh and she's you know messing with the fire cuz the fires jumped back up a bunch mm-hmm. and, and fire alarm and then the fire on. alarm goes off and then she hears the knocking at the door which is very like persistent and very um off-putting yeah. and uh and very um it's the word i'm looking for uh aggressive aggressive yeah yes very aggressive and um and how terrifying that it like if you were there by yourself putting yourself in their, her shoes which is another th- reason i know you touched on it josh but the uh the fact that this movie really puts you in the victim's uh shoes and puts you in that scenario and like plays with your psyche as as these strangers are playing with these characters psyches. mhm and um, so how terrifying that entire sequence was, I really enjoyed it. And then uh her phone missing and the the when when uh she's in the kitchen and she comes back and she sees that the fire alarm was uh uh picked oh, up. Oh, I love and that. Yeah. uh put on the chair. I love that. And yeah. just these subtle little details that really bring this story to light. Cause like have you ever been in that moment when you were at home and, and you see your phone and you're like that's weird. I didn't leave my phone there or Mm -hmm. I didn't leave the remote there or like whatever that case is. I know we've all been there and had that happen at, at, at times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, most, more than likely it was probably us or just something us forgetting, but, but just the, the mere fact that that can happen, but on, on a level that is very like horrifying because you're being played with here at, Three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, in the middle of nowhere in this secluded place. And there's not a car or a house or a person in sight other than these people who are literally like toying with you, stealing your phone. Yeah. And uh, you, there's nothing that you can do. So, um, but that sequence was definitely one that really stands out to me. I really love that sequence of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, w- another thing that I wanted to touch on just in the, uh, design, on zi- uh, the production design of the movie, uh, not only like the, the house, the interior of the house and how it feels so homey. And, you know, like you were talking about earlier with the, the, the fireplace, the, yeah. you know the record player um, you know kind of the brick the the indoor brick and just some of those little touches uh the be- the way that the bedrooms look and how everything feels so homey but the uh, design of the the characters in the relationship, the dynamic between the two, um, how they're coming home from a wedding that night, and he had just proposed to her, and she said no. And they're coming home, and he was expecting her to say yes. So there's all these yeah, all cool. this champagne yeah. and rose petals and all this like this extra layer that I find really fascinating mm-hmm. in the movie because it's this interesting. Um, it just
0: like makes it really awkward already yeah, and exactly. really uncomfortable yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: exactly. It's it's
2: adding more to their list uh, mm-hmm. you know because like yeah most of them start off a happy family they moved in they're you know they go into to this house or whatever and everything's great and then it goes to shit you know and then this time around they're like you know that proposal doesn't work out Like, oh great look at now we're about to get murdered too yeah right <laughs> yeah. Oh. anything else you want to tell us you know god
1: like, yeah. this is awesome
0: oh wait i killed my brother now too yeah. great oh, that's oh my god
1: yeah like
2: <laughs> give us your worst <laughs> hmm
1: <laughs> yeah, everything in life has the offer one night. Yeah,
2: yeah, but man is that metaphorical for life too.
1: I yeah. swear. Yeah. So, um but yeah, th- th- those are a couple things that I really enjoyed about it. Um uh yeah, the uh the scene when his brother arrives there though. The, the how it's so sad. It's so tragic. Especially
0: mm-hmm. cuz it's Dennis from Sonny <laughs> yeah. Sunny in Philadelphia too. You're like, "Oh."
1: It's no. it, it's actually, so like, it's, no, it's not funny, but it is yeah. kind of funny that it's Dennis, because when you see, like, re-watching the movie, I, I completely forgot that it was Dennis, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. when we re-watched it, I was well, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I've, I've seen... Forgot? Yeah, like I've (laughs) I've
0: seen it's always sunny. So I've seen like Dennis, like Glenn Howerton, and like and always Mm -hmm. sunny for years. And this is literally the only other thing I've ever seen him in is this movie. So I was just like, whoa! I was like, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But no, it's still just really tragic because like 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 I was saying too, it's just like like it's such like a it feels like something like it's so it sucks that it happens and it's something that could have easily not happened. Mm -hmm. Um. But it did happen because no nothing was said. And I think it's also good that they put the man in the mask behind um, Mike in the hallway at that time because it's like it was like either way he's gonna die. You know what I mean? And it's like if he said something, the dude with the mask just would have hit him with the axe anyways. Mm-hmm. So like maybe it would have been better in the end, but like either way, it was just like like that's what felt so real to me is that no matter what, like his brother was gonna die because of these people, right? right um but yeah it is a super a super tragic part of the film but definitely my favorite part of the movie <laughs>
1: yeah 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 well the the scene that that scene when he's walking down the hallway and uh you just you just know like he's coming up to his brother with the shotgun and you see him track the the stranger the man in the mask tracking behind him with the axe and you just sort of like just that that uh I don't know that 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 scene itself, like the way yeah. that it's filmed, and the way that he's just caved in between the two, and you know, like he's coming to his demise one way or the other. It doesn't matter what happens, mm-hmm. either his brother's killing him or he's getting killed by the the man in the mask, and that's that. Um But I just I the the scene itself is the way that it's shot is really effective. Oh yeah, it's so strong. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's really it's really it's really terrifying too. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you and the music, like, the music yeah. playing during well, that scene, the, of course, the music. Yeah, the 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 mama I tried song is that where or mama tried mama tried I think that's the name of the song. Yeah, it was oh it's by oh Um, we we looked that up. It's it's actually by someone. It's uh someone and the strangers yeah, is yeah the name of the artist that sings that song it so it's it's actually quite it, it's kind of funny it's kind of funny mm-hmm. but uh but no but the, that and I mean on top of this scene the sound design uh, and music used throughout the, a lot of the movie like 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 in the sequence you were talking about like with uh Kristen in the beginning when she's home alone. They're like knocking on the door, and then like moving all the shit around in the backyard to get her to come over to that side door, Mm -hmm. and everything like that. To get her to
1: see the man in the mask.
0: Yeah, and then even like toward the end too, or I think it might even be after that, like when she runs away, and somehow the record player gets bumped, and like you're stuck on that like skipping record needle Mm -hmm. for like. a couple minutes and like that's just another thing right when everything's starting to go off mm-hmm. it's like that's i it's the sound design there i really enjoy yeah. a lot it's yeah. one of my another one of the thing i wanted to mention i'm glad i got to mention it <laughs> this time Thank yes you. yes no good mention i, I really <laughs> yeah. enjoy that too
1: it is very effective there yeah mm
0: definitely but yeah i mean but and it all goes back to the whole atmosphere thing too right of just like making you feel terrified in the most comfortable place that you could have right Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah
0: so like building off of like the sound design and everything then i think we could kind of talk about just like like i think we've said it a couple times like at least me how like this it feels more like a like almost like a terror movie kind Mm -hmm. of and everything like that where like like throughout the movie, even we see multiple times where the the strangers they can uh, they can obviously kill them if they want to, like they do in the end, but they don't. Like when uh, I keep wanting to call her live, but but when Kristen is running out uh, like through to the like shed in the backyard and she like trips and falls and like breaks her ankle or whatever, and mm-hmm. like the pinup girl is just walking behind her and then just walks away for no reason, and then or like. Yeah. Um, even like James was in the car at one point and they like touched him on the back of the neck and yeah. they didn't kill him or anything. They were just fucking with him. Yeah. Like it's clear that like like they're just there to terrorize them and scare mm-hmm. the living shit out of them and mm-hmm. before they kill them because that's yeah. what they enjoy out of that's, it. Yeah, that's yeah, like, that's
1: the fun part. Yeah. For and them.
0: And that's like also the most terrifying part of the movie is that like mm-hmm. you know that they're just having fun with them the whole time, at least to me. And like, it's just a game to them. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like even like they probably don't even know anyone named Tamara. You know what I mean? Like they don't even care about who Tamara really is. You know, like that was just an excuse to kill him. You know what I
1: mean? No, it was an excuse to knock on the door to see if someone was home Mm -hmm. because they were just checking if if someone was home, they were going to kill him. You're right. Right. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah but yeah that
1: that that part of it the 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 terrorizing that they do throughout the film is definitely it stands out and I, I know you mentioned this earlier Josh the the fact that you don't see their faces um Throughout the entire film, even at the end, they do take their masks off and in uh, Kristen and James, they show, mm-hmm. they show them their faces, mm-hmm. basically solidifying that, you know, we are going to kill you. We weren't just fucking with you all night. We're not going to leave you alive because that's something that I noticed that happens throughout the entire film. Not only are they terrorizing them the entire time, but they are like trying to leave them with, with little shreds of hope. Mm-hmm. still um, yeah. because they really enjoy that I think about it yeah. Um. there's moments like w- towards the end when Kristen hides in uh, the closet and the man in the mask comes into the kitchen there and he's like kind of roaming around and he looks in- directly at the closet then he sits down at the kitchen table stands back up looks back over at the closet basically looking right at her and she's just trying not to move trying not to, you know she's trying to be still hope that she uh, he doesn't see mm. her. He walks away, and she thinks, "Okay, you know, I can breathe a f- breath of fresh air." Yeah. And seconds later, bam! There's uh, doll face. Yeah. Right, right I think that might face. be my
0: favorite jump scare too. I like that one a lot because mm-hmm. yeah. he's just like, "Oh, I don't see you there. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. walk yeah, away." Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was so, good. So, so it's
1: not only are they instilling this fear in in them the, the entire time, but they're also giving them these, these little shreds of right. hope that they're going to. Be able to make it Yeah, alive. like they're just playing
0: games um, with them, yeah, because exactly. they're having yeah. fun mm-hmm. with it, they're just monsters, exactly. They're, they're, they're evil people, yeah. yes.
2: And, and, and the writers of this film, it's going to be funny the way I say this, but it, it you can tell that they've seen a horror film, watch uh, watching this film, yeah. And the reason I say that is there's so many times where I'm watching a film with the community of people, like you know, a group of people, and you know, they just start guessing what's going to happen in the moment? Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. he's going to jump out there. Oh, this is going to happen, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I feel like there were so many times I was doing that in my head, watching it. And then it goes in a completely different direction. Yeah. And you know, that's like, that's like such a big deal to me because you know, if you're able to, you know, give us a false sense, Now the rest of the movie, I'm just questioning myself and what I'm guessing. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe that's not going to happen. Maybe something else is going to happen. And so now it's like a, it's like a puzzle the whole time. You're just, you're watching and you're thinking it's going to be this, it's going to be that. And so, yeah, that diversion where he walks away and then, you know, the the doll face comes up and does her thing instead. Like that was such a good. Yeah. Yeah. False, you know, sense uh, that, that diversion. It got me good. Yeah. It got me
0: good the first time I was watching uh, it with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, fuck.
2: I want, <laughs> you know, that as a filmmaker, like I want my audience to feel insecure about what they think is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. You know, one yeah, well, percent.
0: Also, like that's what makes like the best horror films to me is like the movies that make you just feel so on edge about yeah. like what you're thinking while you're watching it too. It's the unease. It's the, the, the uneasiness and like just the unsettling like eeriness of like, like you really don't know what's going on. Yeah. And yeah. like, we're like, you feel like you've seen this thing a million times, but haven't, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, the best feeling. Yeah. You know? And yeah. furthermore
1: to that point is, uh, you know, I was watching an interview with Brian Bertino, the director and writer of the film. Um, and he was saying how he, Really uh, was trying to um, like he he read the book Helter Skelter uh, when he was younger and he was very inspired by that and kind of like in and, in and, you know because he, he he was reading this book and he saw the details in it and it was very graphic and the details in that book I haven't read the book um, but that's this is what he was saying and he was saying he wanted to make a film where he put the audience in the perspective of the victims and how they didn't know what was going to happen that night or what was coming next. So Mm -hmm. uh, the the random acts of violence here that are portrayed by the strangers and the random, the randomness of how they toy and play with the, with with Kristen and James throughout the movie was uh, very heavily inspired by him Particularly just trying to do that and put the audience in basically like a night of like being terrorized and being murdered. You don't know what's coming next. If you're at home, you wouldn't like whether they're whatever they're doing, you don't like you're on edge the entire time. So he was really just trying to do that throughout the. Yeah. Yeah. With, with this film,
0: and I, I mean, I think he captured it really well too. Like with, with even like little like like little things, like with all the the noises coming all around the house, or like. Like when Liv at one point, um, she calls James, right? When she, or sorry, Liv, Kristen, Kristen at one point, she she calls James um, while he's out getting her cigarettes, but we don't hear James talk Mm -hmm. at all on the phone. We just hear Kristen's side. Yeah. So it's like still like giving us, like we don't have any sense of what's going on outside of the house. We're just stuck. Not knowing what's gonna yeah. happen next, right? Just like they are in the movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think he does it really well in the movie with capturing that feeling of like mm-hmm. like you keeping said, you secluded, keeping you secluded and isolated, and, and not knowing what's coming next. Yeah, and not even knowing you're like gonna you're make being, it to yeah. the next
1: day. Yeah, feeling mm-hmm. like you're the one being toyed with by the strangers essentially. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I I'd also really like to mention actually something uh, that I really liked about the movie that. Uh, Before I forget is the intro of the the film Mm. has these shots, uh, these drive by shots of different houses, um, slow mo uh, little shots of just different types of houses that all look like um, your friendly neighborhood home that you would see basically in any town in America. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I really liked that aspect of it cause it's really just sh- taking you through showing you like basically these, these, the way that these strangers pick, you know, their their next victims, it's just random. It could be this house, could be this house, could be this house, could be this house it right. could be anywhere it could be your house mm-hmm. and that's just and that, that's part of it and it, that, that's that's very terrifying in itself just like you were talking about earlier brendan after you watch the movie you live at a home at an apartment and you're yeah. kind of you're you're like oh, i think i'm gonna lock make sure that my doors are locked I was, today. like yeah. very like very insured. i closed like, my that, windows that i
0: closed i was playing video games in my bedroom i closed my windows i locked all my doors kept the lights on it was I was scared for a little while. Sure, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: I get that. Yeah.
0: Oh. I got a I got a soft interior, rough exterior, Cody, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it all makes sense, all makes sense <laughs> oh man no but yeah i agree like that th- this movie really does do capture that like sort of like nihilistic feeling of just being alone mm-hmm. being isolated and being invaded and attacked by just evil people that just want to kill mm-hmm. you and just have fun with you you and know feeling what i mean helpless yeah like. which is like everybody's worst nightmare living alone it really brings that
1: worst nightmare to life you know what i mean oh yeah Mm-hmm. So uh, the last thing, or well, well, not the last, but the, the next thing that I really want to talk about is just the characters themselves. Okay. Um, talk a little bit about the relationship between James and Kristen. I know we kind of touched on it earlier just mm-hmm. a tiny bit. And then also talk about the strangers, those characters. Because I, like something that I'll bring up right now is uh, I love how each stranger actually has a specific personality shining through even the mask that they're wearing the entire time. Um, and it's portrayed just through their their body movements and the way that they kind of uh, carry themselves. Mm-hmm. So you can really tell, like, the man in the mask, for example, he's the one in charge. He's the one leading everything. He's the apex predator of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have uh, the, the uh, doll face, who she's the one who knocked at the door in the beginning. She's the one who's a little bit more timid in her approach. Um, you just kind of see this yeah. through the, like the young like, blood, right? Yeah. yeah. Swinging on the swings the and just kind of like, do the, like some of her things like, yeah, the young blood. Exactly. And then, um, pinup head, pinup girl, pinup is up girl, what they were calling pinup up girl. There, uh, online. Yeah. Yes. Pinup girl. Uh, and she's, she's, um, she's been through this before. You can tell in the, like the way that her mannerisms, how she, uh, does her things and shows up t- t- for her scares and, the way that she's terrorizing and playing with them. Um, And she's a little bit more mature in her approach, but she's not, you know, she's not the leader of the pack. Mm -hmm. Um, She's not, you know, the head wolf. So I really liked that uh, each character, each stranger had this kind of uh, personality shining through the mask. and, uh, And even at the end, even though you really get pretty much no exposition on these characters at all, other than the line of dialogue when she says, is Tamra home? And then when she talks at the end Mm -hmm. and says, because you were home, which is actually another moment that I want to touch on when she says that line, when, uh, Kristen says, why are you doing this to us again? And she says, because you were home, the man in the mask turns and he like looks at doll face in this kind of like way that I, this is the way that I read it. I'm just theorizing here. But that he's like, you know, why, why are you talking? Like, we we're, we don't talk when we do this. Um, because it's her initiation. You know, you kind of see that it's her first time doing well, this, yeah. especially at the end of the final line of dialogue when um, the strangers are driving away in the truck. And they see the, and, the two Christian kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. says, uh, it'll be easier next time to Donald yeah. face. Um, kind of just insinuating again that she's new to this. right. So, um, yeah, these, th- those, are all just in, yeah.
0: like, well, even, like, building on top of that and sort of, like, to maybe, like, go back to it a little bit, but I like, too, that with, like, the masks and everything that we don't ever see their faces in, like, the sense that it almost makes them feel like, like, they, they feel like they're just nobodies, right? And then the way that the movie ends with them just, like, driving off in, like, a pickup truck, just, like, a happy little American mm-hmm. family, like, they just kind of, like, fade into Back like into society. everyday life, yeah. Like, and that, that's
1: what that's another way reason right. why I love that it doesn't show their faces to yeah. the audience because mm-hmm. it's like they could be the one sitting next to you at church, <laughs> yeah, you right? Know? Yeah, kind, you know, that's got you know, me. like, could be anybody, could be your neighbor, could be it is your friend me. from church, it could be <laughs> your brother, it is you, <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. kidding, yeah. It's <laughs> not
0: me, I'm not the man in the mask, I promise. He's fake, guys. Brendan's Don't worry. definitely
2: the guy that gets high in the group. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
0: i would be the 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 jester joker stoner guy that'd be <laughs> exactly. me yeah but i'd come back in the end like the one in the cabin in the woods
1: <laughs> oh yeah there yeah. you go i love
0: that movie that's dude. a great that's a great movie uh anyways <laughs> uh anyways but, yeah no i i know i i really like that about the strangers and i i think they're like they're they're really terrifying in that sense and that's why i think we got a good like cast of characters with them and, like, just having all of their mannerisms and everything. And I think, too, like you said, um, like, when he kind of turns at Dollface, it's almost like, like, he's, like, mad at her. Like, like yeah. it's, like, it's mm-hmm. something she's going to be disciplined for later on. You know what I mean? And, like, and it's, it's like, like, that's more of this to settle the fact that he's, like, the apex. Mm-hmm. Like, do what the, like he says in, in this instance
1: or whatever. But mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you have anything to touch on? <laughs> Josh? No. <laughs>
2: uh, I mean no. I s like you're 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 spot on. Again, like I've talked about before, the identities of these characters and everything like that. These two are, are, are a perfect example, I think, of at the time and still now, like your modern day couple where you know, things aren't always a fairy tale and you know, but there's still like even though things didn't work out right, you can tell that the two still want things to work. They just didn't work right now, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. You know, I I, I love that because I do. I notice that in even my own relationships, where you know, like you think things are gonna go completely to hell, but then like a day, you just need a little bit of time or a little yeah. bit of thinking, and then it ends up working itself out. So like, it was kind of nice to see that because like, you know, although it didn't work out, she still loves him, he still loves her, and it's pretty obvious at that point. Um, but I did notice the detail because I'm I'm a hundred. I'm pretty sure uh, when she says "I love you" to him. I don't think he says it back, does he?
0: No, he doesn't. Yeah. No. And, no. I, and, and, I, and I, she I, also yeah. is is wearing the engagement ring because she puts it on at one point in the movie and it's stuck on her finger for the rest of the movie. Yeah, it mm-hmm. got stuck on her
1: finger yeah. after she put it on.
2: Yeah. So it's funny how that goes. And I, I totally feel for James in that situation. I know. I yeah. Like Oh, now you love me.
1: Right. right. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm getting stabbed
0: in the chest <laughs> by by <laughs> a man and his wife and yeah. daughter in a yeah. mask yeah. right. of what I could probably make. No. Yeah. Now, now you love now me. Now you, you love it's me. It's
2: almost like that situation.
1: What where, about
0: the rose petals in the bathtub? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about those? this? Is
1: what it took for you to love me? Should yeah. I have
0: filled it with water? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. You
1: wanted me to stab yeah.
2: myself. But no, it's it's like one of those things. It's like it's kind of like those stories where like you know somebody finds the treasure that they were looking for. Right. They go on this quest, everything like that. And as soon as they get the treasure, they get killed. And it's like, damn mm-hmm. it, all, all that. And now it's pointless. It's a moot point. And, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing. Like he just wanted her to love him. And then at the end she says, I love you. And he's like, well, I don't care now. <laughs> I like, think yeah. I just got stabbed. Yeah. Like, right. You know, it's, this is pointless. So yeah. I kind of hate that part about it where it's like, you know, you, um, y- yeah, he, he just wanted one particular thing and he finally got what he wanted, but in a situation that doesn't matter. So it's like, it's well, are you even that sure
0: that he wanted it at that point anymore? Right? Like, you know,
2: I'm I'm, I'm sure he did. Like, yeah. I, I think as a guy, like, if yeah. I proposed to a girl I loved and she said no, no, you're I'd right, still yeah. want her. Yeah, I just yeah. would be. Really, yeah. I'm angry and I'm frustrated because it didn't go the way I wanted to, mm-hmm. and that's something that you cool off. And at least a sensible person, they take time to cool off and then they figure out, okay, well, you know, is it's one of two things: is this worth fighting for and being patient? Or is this, you know, all right, I got to be done with this situation and move Mm -hmm. on. And, you know, let's not waste each other's time. So that's kind of the decision he was put into. But, I mean, it was also in the moment he couldn't really even get five minutes to decide because of... Couldn't even get five stabs. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, But, yeah, so that's what I I see with it is that, you know, you, you got a guy here that wants to you know, make something work. And unfortunately he doesn't get the time or, you know, to see it, to actually see it through. He just gets a sort of a pity. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, well, it's clearly like, like
0: when she Mm -hmm. says it, it's clearly because like, she's like in duress Mm -hmm. and is like, Mm -hmm. like noticing she's Mm -hmm. still got the ring on her finger and also noticing he's being stabbed. So Mm -hmm. she's like, maybe this will make him feel comfortable (laughs) with the knife in (laughs) his chest. Or sorry, the second knife in his chest after the one I put in there earlier. Oh, Oh. (laughs) wow. Burn. Yeah. I mean, she burned him. You know, she burned him. Canceled Canceled. immediately. (laughs) Shut it down, Brandon. Shut it down. No, but I, I mean, I, I agree. It's, it's, I like that, that that's a good point that you noticed too. Cause I had noticed that at the end too. It's like, he doesn't want to hear that right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe he does, but yeah. it's like, to what point, right? Like, yeah. like, like, cool. Thanks. <laughs> like, yay. <Yeah. laughs> good, good to know. Good, yeah. Talk.
1: Yeah, yeah. good to know. Mm.
0: All right, I'm gonna die now. Yeah, right. But uh, I mean, but at the same time, like I, I, like I feel for James at the end there. But like I, Cody and I have been talking a little <laughs> yeah, bit. And let's, they're, they're, let's talk about James. Let's some, talk about Mr. James. There were Jamie. some things that we were questioning James on, because okay. you know, like
1: yeah, I, I could, I could see why, why maybe she said no. Because I was on no, your side you know? at first.
0: Cody kind of swayed me a little bit. I could there see why maybe things. she'd say
1: no. I mean, because throughout the film. There's just some things that he does or the way that he reacts. Like, let's let's say, for example, James uh, get, get gets home from the his trip to the store to get the cigarettes for her. Mm. She's been terrorized as fuck the whole time that he was gone. Oh, I see. And she to. has the knife in her hand, and he, she's bleeding in the room, and he, he he shows up, and he just doesn't believe her. Yeah. He's just like, no, Kind of rude, no. James. Yeah. Kind of rude. He's like, oh. He's like, fine. I'll check the house. See, nothing, nothing. And he's basically just like, he's not being like that rude about it, but he's that, no. that's well, he's, essentially he's what cranking, he's doing. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, they took my phone. He's like, they didn't take your phone. <laughs> he's like, you just lost. It. <laughs> you lost it. Right. They're like, no, they took my phone. Okay. They're like, I mean, so, and he's just like, yeah, no, no, they did. So, like, and then also, furthermore, the shotgun. When he gets the shotgun. And then he, he, she's like, she's like, I thought you used to hunt with your dad. He's like, I I lied about that. Yeah.
0: That's, I love, that's like my favorite James moment. He's like, I don't even, I'm not sure I know how to load this. She's like, what? You told me you hunt. And he's like, no, yeah. I, I, well, no, I, I never, I but never that, did.
2: But that is such a good, like, you know. It's so
0: real, though, because yeah. it's it like is, yeah. like you would say that to the girl you want to date because you well, want to impress her. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, you want to impress, for sure. And you want to, you want her to feel safe, so you're going to tell her you know how to use a gun, right? I feel like there always comes come a up. certain
1: point in a relationship. Like, if you're at the point where you're asking her to you take your hand in marriage, I feel like you might want to be pretty open about things... Like that, but maybe it could be forgotten. <laughs> yeah. I guess because I guess you're not utilize like using a gun very often mm-hmm. in everyday life. So yeah, well, I mean, I <laughs>
0: never use a gun <laughs> unless I'm playing like I don't know Call of Duty or something.
1: But uh, <laughs> I mean, some people, some people enjoy using guns. No, I know, of course, stuff, yeah. but, mm-hmm. of course, yeah. But a- yeah, so. But yeah, I don't know. James James was questionable in some <laughs> no, moments. Yeah. Well, and I'd then the,
0: the other thing too is like like to me he like I mean it, it's of course it's a it's a horror movie and it's just like these decisions get made in the movies and it's just something I still need to get over in horror movies. But yeah. like like when when uh when dollface first comes up to I think it's dollface. She doesn't have a mask on at that point, but yeah. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's who comes up to the door, right? Oh, Tamara yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when like like he just like he he tells her to go away, right? Closes the door and then he turns around and he's like, I don't know. Do you think I should go after? her? You think she's lost? Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's like no, man. It's four in the morning. Leave the creepy girl <laughs> right. out there alone. Like just well, stay inside. And like, you know he, I mean? like,
1: like he was around for all that, and he was still like questioning what she was saying mm-hmm. and like questioning. Like he saw. Like even, when, and, even even when he checks the house and they go up. And uh, to the window, and she sees out the window, uh, doll face staring back at them. Yeah, just in the acting garage. out there weird yeah. when they're in the garage. And James is just like, I'll go out there and talk to her. And she's like, "That's not what they want, James." Yeah. Like, yeah. and, and he's he's like, "I'll oh, just okay, What? Well, well, they want something, and, she, and, well, and then yeah. she's like, "They took my phone," and he still doesn't. He, he's and like, "No, they didn't."
0: I mean, to his defense, I feel like he plays that that sort of role of like like just being he's in denial, right? Like he doesn't want to think right that there's someone out there th- trying to kill I him. I think part and of it Kristen. is probably.
1: In his, that's what way I way that say his, his psyche defense, is because yeah. that night he did get turned down so maybe his brain was just all scrambled well yeah still, he's probably he's just, just like, like whatever Christian so says hurt, just and he's like, just yeah, like yeah whatever he's okay. like okay Christian, like, yeah. okay yeah cause yeah. he is, I mean yeah. I would be pretty hurt too Like, so like I guess that I, I'm not I don't want to give this guy an out but I'll <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, but but I still think I'll does. give him, him I'll give him a little leeway here just a little leeway right
2: exactly and that And I think that's the thing, right? Is like, you know, our character does show in scenarios. Like, it shows in, you know, situations what we really are like. But then there's certain things where it's like, yeah, you're hurt, so you immediately want to – we're mirrors. We're all mirrors as people. Like, if somebody does something wrong to me, instinctively, I want to take that and push it back. Yeah. uh, mm -hmm, Right? Right. Yeah. Now, our character jumps in and says, like, hold on a second, you're better than this guy, don't do it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, in the beginning of things, you're a dick, and then you eventually, you know, you do the right thing. And so I feel like, again, I think James... We only seen him in pretty much one of the worst days of his life. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. probably yeah. Really the like worst it. So, day of his yeah. life. Yeah, probably the worst <laughs> yeah. day. I would, yeah. I would, I would put number, that up
0: number there one, top of the world. list. Maybe. I mean, well, she said no. We don't, don't know what he. We don't know what he went through before that. He did die at the end, <sighs> yeah. so I mean, at least that day ended.
2: You You know, what's a scary thought thinking about it, All this is that for some people, the last day of their life is the worst day of their life, yeah. and you haven't lived it yet.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That is, wow. Yeah, that's good.
2: Because no one's like my death day is the best day, <laughs> like, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. You know. Hmm. So huh. yeah. Sorry about that. No,
0: that's all right. <laughs> Nerve wracking a little bit. Home invasion <laughs> movies make you think like this, man. You know, they do. That's why we do it in Spooktober, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, another thing I wanted to mention, actually, uh, just surrounding all the uh, like the the realistic approach and how terror, like how terrifying and horrifying it is uh is that in the end um i i liked the touch that they waited until it was daylight out um and they killed them in the broad daylight with the windows open the door open just showing that they don't care and they can do it anytime anywhere even in broad daylight yeah and that's really scary because yeah because most people feel like you know safer in the, in the daylight and you well, know a little bit more don't live in more the daytime un- uneasy Cody. at nighttime yeah monsters right. don't come out in the daytime well that's what your brain feels like yeah. but these type of monsters can you know I, again just a just a testament to the movie <laughs> and how well it does these things it just show you know time and time again tells you it can happen anywhere anytime any place it doesn't matter, and even in broad daylight. Well, yeah, life. and it, and it sort of ties and it
0: back to, like, that it can be anyone, right? Like, mm-hmm. you don't know anyone, really. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, anyone could always be a, a killer or, like, a really bad person. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Some people just have demented minds.
0: Yeah, like what Josh was saying earlier. Some people are just like wired like that. They mm-hmm. just have the compulsion and the need to do those horrible things, and they do them. And mm-hmm. and that's why people need to like like I don't know like people need to see these kinds of movies to like I yeah. I know that they're like really uncomfortable and disturbing to see, but like. Like, they need to know that it can happen, and like, that, like, not everybody's nice, you know, like, Mm -hmm. strangers are dangerous, you know what I mean? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and yeah, I think that's like it's a good reason that, like, with the name, the name of the movie being just The Strangers, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think originally they had wanted it, they originally it was titled The Faces, The Faces is what the original screenplay had it titled, but. The I like the strangers is a great title because it, it really just ties into the whole stranger danger thing that we've been taught our whole <laughs> yeah. lives. Right. Yeah, like right. don't like strangers are dangerous and yeah. they can kill you and mm-hmm. they might have a lot of fun with it, but you won't.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and there's some of say about these these killers, too. They're very, uh, you know, hard workers. Yeah, Like, look at all this effort they put in. I know. You know they like took a whole... It,
0: like So, like, I mean, it starts around 4 a.m. It starts around 4 a.m. You got to think the time the sun's coming up. Yeah. It's like 7, 8 a.m. by the time they're mm-hmm. done. That's a yeah. good, like... No overtime. Mm-hmm. Four or five hours there, yeah, man. They, they were, they were no breaks. No lunch no, break. No, no
1: breaks. No right. nothing.
0: No, they just went right to work. Yeah. Killing this family, right. dude. I know.
1: It's a
2: thankless job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Someone had to do it. This couple wasn't going to last anyway. Yeah. They, were clocked in. they were clocked
1: in the whole time.
2: Yeah, no, those are the people you hire, you know? You're going to be like, all right, you're employed. You get stuff done. You say you're going to do it, and you do
1: it. Right? Amen.
0: Oh, man. Give this man a raise. <laughs>
1: oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Any, any final thoughts on the movie, guys?
0: Uh, just lock your doors at night, people, all right? Just do it. Yeah. And don't you know if someone knocks on the door at four in the morning and wants to know if Tamara's home? Uh, I don't know. Maybe respond to him, but you know, oh just call the police. Don't open the door. <laughs> just call the police. You yeah. know, you yeah. can you can say no, no, Tamara doesn't live here, and then pick up the phone and call the police. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably your best bet. Good yeah. deal. those are my last thoughts on the strangers really a great movie though i really i really did enjoy this movie it's a lot of fun and i'm glad i finally seen it now and know like what is kind of spawned all this like great home invasion sort of style of movie and everything right Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. yeah it was great i loved
1: it actually a quick question for you uh Mm -hmm. what what do you guys think about the ending the, the, not, not the, the, like, like we already kind of touched on the strangers leaving in the, in the truck and having that interaction with the, the, um, the Mormon boys. Like the, but
0: the jump scare, the final jump scare,
1: you mean? Yeah. Well, even just like they left her alive and they, you know, cause at the end the phone's ringing, it's Mike's phone. And it, I I feel that the movie does a really well job keeping like, the audience knows that he has a phone and then. In that tragic moment when he shoots, uh, when, when um, James shoots Mike and kills him, it's so tragic, and the movie does such a good job, I feel like, of making the audience forget, including, you know, like if you were the character, like you would not be thinking about his phone first thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So finding, you know, the, the, the phone ringing at the end mm-hmm. is a really interesting what, touch, because well, it's like the killers didn't even think about it. They just left it there the and, whole night, and it was in the house. It yeah. ties back to
0: the whole thing that you were saying earlier too, of like they just keep getting these little, like, little strands of hope Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like something's going to like, oh, the phone's ringing now. I'm still crawling. I can make it. And then he just, you know, slowly walks over and just picks up the phone. He's like, oh, thanks for pointing that out. To yeah. Uh huh. Right. And then no, leaves but, are
1: there for dead. Yeah. Doesn't like that's another interesting thing about the killers is that Ugh. like. They were so meticulous in their approach, and they did want it. like they, they were there just to kill them, but then they just leave her for dead. They don't even care that they've that she's seen their faces, right? And they just leave her there crawling around on the ground. Yeah. Um. So it's yeah, just another pretty scary it, thing about it. Yeah, but. it's
2: interesting that they would even do that, but then it's like, you know, they figured there's so much blood loss going on at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I
0: would I was thinking too. Like they just had to assume that like. Like, even, like, no one... I mean, even if she does get to the hospital, like, I don't think she's gonna... think she would need a lot of blood and a lot of really fast stitch work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, who knows, like, like, I mean, getting stabbed probably did whatever kind of internal damage, too. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, internally, mm, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so I, like, I'm, like, it, it, it's weird, too. Like, that's why it feels weird that they do that, like, final jump scare at the end, because she kind of, like comes back to life really quick when the mm-hmm. kid like goes to touch her, but yeah. like, but to at least to me, it's like it's a last breath of life, right? Like it's like she's just like it's her body still in shock, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like that that jerk reaction of like not seeing someone and like coming to and snapping right. out of it and screaming because she's probably in a lot of pain, mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah, right? And it, I feel like also it was kind of just like an homage to. Old, yeah. older horror films. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. That, you know, a lot of older horror films that did the that, final scare. The final yeah, scare exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and
2: and it worked. I mean, I remember it did, that yeah. shot uh, for a long time. It, mm-hmm. You know, it was effective. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, could Liv <laughs> oh, Tyler.
0: Live Tyler is also like like she's a tremendous screamer. Yeah. Like she yeah, screaming she's through good. this movie was so terrifying, mm-hmm. and
1: I was like, oh mm-hmm. my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: no, yeah. she's got a scream queen uh, persona for sure.
1: Definitely. Yeah. 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 Liv Tyler was really great in this film. I love Liv Tyler, man. Yeah. I could watch her do a bunch of Strangers films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: I could watch her do a bunch of films.
1: Speaking of which, um, Strangers uh has 3 sequels on the way apparently. 3 sequels? Yeah, so like it has the one sequel already, yeah, but the then Pray there's, at Night, right? Yep, yeah, Pray at Night, and then there's three more With on the, the same way. With the director? What? um okay yeah Brian. like they were all announced simul like at the same time really and
2: i'm shocked
1: so wow That's so i exciting. don't know i don't know how like when they're coming out i i don't know many details about it yet but well i mean I this just, is, it's I, definitely I got a little bit of like that, a
0: cult classic following now right oh the yeah film? absolutely definitely. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I know I have a lot of friends that just like they don't watch horror movies per se, but they know of this film as being like one oh, of the yeah. first ones they saw when they were yeah. younger too. And so. it's
2: probably very low budget. So, I mean, I'm sure the return on investment is probably pretty pretty significant oh, yeah. something like this. Yeah, that's exciting. For
1: wow. sure. Wow. Yeah, that's so, some cool news. So, yeah, that'll be fun uh, yeah. just to follow that and see uh, where what Something those, to look forward to. Those ones are going to go. And if they're going to include the same set of Strangers... You know yeah. the second one did but yeah. are all three of these new or are they just going to be like an anthology type deal where it's just different like invasions of sorts sure. and different stories mm-hmm. but I don't know be interesting yeah. but That's um interesting. Mm-hmm. maybe but we'll yeah.
2: finally see their faces at some point
1: I bet you they're messed up. You know, up. maybe, but I, I like don't know. I, I like the mystique faces. that. that <laughs> yeah, I do. Too. Especially the one that the first one really keeps. Yeah. Like it just.
0: Yeah, well, because I like like that idea of them just being like the faceless nobody. Mm-hmm. That like mm-hmm. it could just be anyone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. e- even one of them's like a little like a like a young person, like a teenage, like that girl. She's probably what doll face, like a teenager, young adult. Yeah, I'd I say she's imagine. a young doll. I don't yeah. know,
1: but I just get the vibe that she's probably like, like she's early younger, 20s. And this was
0: like her first time sure. doing it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or like, or like it's sort of like they have like it's like a family job. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like mm-hmm. it's like that's the family like business. Like mother, do- mo- yeah, mo- it's mother, the father, father daughter. son. Yeah, the family business.
1: Her initiation <laughs> and she, the, the oh, home invasion.
2: They own a pawn shop, you know, they <laughs> sell all their stuff. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: They only murder once a year. That'll be the Strangers
0: 3. It'll be the Strangers 3 pawn shop (laughs) (laughs) edition. Oh, man. (laughs) They'll just kill families and sell all their stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Josh. Yeah, man, this was a lot of fun to do, though. I yes, really enjoyed definitely. doing this one. definitely, Josh. Thank you Good for time. being here with us.
0: <laughs> Glad to be here. We guys. appreciate it. Yeah. Here, we're excited for the horror film roulette too. Oh yeah, it's super exciting.
2: Yeah, that is going to be no. That's going to be a fun event. Mm-hmm. Um, Twenty six films this year. So.
1: Yeah, by the time this uh, the, this episode airs, it'll be. Uh, the horror film roulette will be over with and it will we'll be know, over we'll know the winner at that point yes
2: yeah. true but also for that whole week we are still selling streaming tickets because we won't put it online right away so people still yes can mm. get a ticket to watch it uh online
1: all right. nice very awesome. cool mm-hmm. well let them Thank know you. where they can find it just horrorfilmroulette.com
0: simple boom easy. easy straight to the point bam bam
1: all right yeah well thanks again for being here today josh from yes. uh Thank blue view so cinema much. And uh, yeah, and this is this it. Is, this is a it's the Midnight Real, guys. <laughs> right, this, this we did has it. It's been the Midnight Real, episode
2: nine in the books. Do you All guys right. uh, end it by saying like, "Well, it's been Midnight Real"?
0: No, <laughs> 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 but we can end this episode like
1: that. Yeah, we'll okay. let we'll let you say. <laughs> yeah. it. Okay, sign sure. us off.
2: Well, guys, it's been Midnight Real. <laughs>